Moncrief on News Talk with the Dacia Duster. Shockingly affordable and now with three months deferred payments too. Afternoon, Marate. Good afternoon. Uh, so farmers, would farmers be uh, be happy at, at uh, Donald Trump's uh, good showing today? Well, it depends on where you're being a farmer. Yeah. I suppose if you're in the United States, um, certainly, yeah, the, the farmers there have generally backed the Republicans. And you only had to look at the West Wing. And there were always senators from the Midwest somewhere coming in about corn prices or the price of hogs or support for this, that and the other initiative. And they generally got their way because of the importance of those states. And you can see that now, you know, when you look at the the map, the political map, it's all red right through the middle and, you know, blue on both coasts. So um, the Republicans, yeah, have traditionally backed him. And he has backed them very strongly as well because um, just there, you know, he he fell out with his neighbours in um, China or Canada and Mexico and China, and it meant that um, because he, he banned exports, um, it, it hit farming hard. But he put in place a 28 billion compensation fund for them for 2018 and 19, which is a very significant amount of money. And he also then, in, in terms of the coronavirus, he put in, in place a fund of um, some, yeah, 36 million billion billion for them. Uh, so it's, uh, he, he's certainly well able to support farmers. But um, now that um, the trade deals, he's kind of sorted out his problems, particularly with Mexico and with um, Canada, uh, that, the, that funding won't be required for next year. Now, from an Irish point of view, it's nothing to do with farming, actually, mm. um, where we have the problem with George or with, um, with um, you know, um, Trump. It's to do with aircraft and uh, there's a this big, long, long time dispute going on over um, the support for Boeing in the U.S., government support, and for Airbus from the EU. And so the, it all ended up in the court of the WTO, and they ruled in favor of Boeing. And immediately, um, Donald Trump slapped uh, retaliatory tariffs on EU exports, and it particularly hit dairy exports. The tariff is 25%. Now... At the moment, we supply about um, 343 million euros worth of dairy product into the um, U.S. market, and 190 million of that is butter, and it was doing really well. But the 25% tariff on it makes it very expensive. So recently there, the EU was back in court, and they were given permission to put in retaliatory tariffs, but they held off doing it because... um, they wanted to see who would get elected because they felt they could do business with um, Biden and they possibly will put on those tariffs and there will be a proper trade war between the EU and um, and the United States. Okay. So they have been given permission to do it. They haven't, as I said, they've held off to see the outcome of this election. Right. Okay. And and in Biden and his relationship with farmers in the US, or, or you know, does he have much of a one? Well, well, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have the same um, background. Or, well, well, not that Trump has any background in it, but the Republican Party has. He, that's traditionally been um, more for the industrial belt, for the rust belt, as they call it, and that's where where he has, um, you know, where he has his main support. But he, um, when when he was vice president uh, to Barack Obama, 
he certainly was very much involved in trade talks all around the world. And the feeling was that he would go to kind of take away the uncertainty that, you know, failure to talk and failure to, to agree terms of trade uh, implies, you know, in, in any sort of industry. So there was felt he, the, the feeling was that he would, you know, bring that stability back into the, the whole agri area and, and indeed probably other areas as well. So um, he's not, um, in terms of Donald Trump, if he gets re-elected, well, you know, we probably can expect lots more of the same um, disruption and, you know, just kind of like things done on a whim, it seems. And um, so that that's more high risk. Mm. And um, it will probably mean he'd have to give more support, government support by way of compensation if Europe or whatever or whoever or Canada or China retaliated with, with tariffs. Uh, so if so you have a, if you have a Trump presidency, it might not necessarily directly affect Irish farmers, but it certainly would affect uh, um, um, agri food exports there. Yeah, well, I mean, and again, it's if you're milking cows this morning and Trump decides to slap another twenty five percent tariff on the price of butter, well, you'll certainly feel it because there's that, you know, the the, the market won't hold that kind of um, hold that tariff. It just wouldn't be possible for it to do it. So I think the hope was that if um, if Biden got in, he'd be much more inclined to sit down and talk and um, get a deal and get things sorted, and um, and and let life go back to normality. But um, but I don't know whether that's going to happen now. It's it's interesting to see the states that are still um, in play and uh, uh, and and the fact that the whole thing is still on a knife knife edge. What's the situation with TTIP? Has that gone away, or are they still negotiating that? Would say that again. TTIP. TTIP. Yeah. Well, no. That um, that was that deal was concluded, and um, uh, and and the negotiations with the EU were concluded on it. But um, Trump um, pulled pulled it, pulled out from it altogether, and he stopped the negotiations with the EU. So the view was that um, Biden, Joe Biden, that his presidency would be more inclined to talk and to do trade deals. I mean, if Trump doesn't get his way, he just throws the rattle out of the pram. And, um, and you know, well, who can we say? We, can we, you know, who can we, you know, what can we say about that? The American people know Mr. Trump at this stage. They've had four years of him. And, you know, they've come out in extraordinary numbers to vote in this election. So whatever way it goes, that's the will of the people. And um, hopefully all the votes will be counted. But on, on the kind of the balance for agriculture, uh, Biden is seen as a peacemaker, as a dealer, as a trader, and into kind of letting everybody, you know, work together. Trump is seen as much more disruptive, and disruptiveness and uncertainty is very difficult in farming sector. Now, up to now, he's backed that disruption with plenty of money, um, both for coronavirus and for um, the, the tariffs that were, were being, or the exports that were being disallowed. Um, so whether he'd be able to continue to do that or not for the next four years, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Seamus on Twitter just says, Joe Biden has relatives in Mayo. He'll find a way to lose. <laughs> <laughs> don't, be, don't be jinxing it now, Seamus. Um, Ray, thanks a million for talking with us today. That was um, Ray Lavery there from the Farmer's Journal. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after that. The Malabar exercise. Moncrief on News Talk with the Dacia Range. Drive away today with no payments for the first three months.